Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Paul Charles Cinecast. Presented by the French Charles Cinema. I'm your host, Jonathan Foster. And every week I'm joined by... Ariane and Antipucci. Hello. Ariane, my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not John's daughter. You could be. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Could no. I feel like I'm old enough. I'm an really? old man. No, no. You would have had to have me when you were like eleven. T- yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Prince Charles Cinemas podcast, the Pod Charles Cinecast. We are episode three. Woo! Revenge three episodes, of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Or Revenge of the Ush. <laughs> the Ush. <laughs> we are in a very interesting space currently because we're yeah. not recording from the downstairs screen as we have been. Yeah. This is uh. Charles Cinecast on location. On location. <laughs> um, it is currently the bank holiday Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the 6th of May that mm-hmm. we're recording this. Recording early because, as I said in the last episode, I'm going on a little bit yeah. of a holiday. So it's going on a little holiday. Just cramming a little bit, getting a couple of episodes in. And, yeah, uh, smashing them out. Yeah, it's bank holiday. No one's in the design office where I normally do my work. And so that's where we are now. We're here. And there's a very loud extract fan that keeps the projector from overheating that lives in this room. We're right next to and it's projection. Very loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's very loud. One day when um, we get more listeners and people actually want to hear this content and see yeah. and see special content, maybe we'll do like cool... Uh, cool tours. Tours of the cinema. <laughs> I think people will like that though. Yeah. I, I guarantee they I feel like the tours would, like would stop more. at four episodes because yeah. what is there else to see? But also I think people <laughs> would probably like stop listening to us after they get their yeah. their tour because yeah. they're just kind of like, that's what we came for. Yeah, <laughs> we that's were hoping it. that we, one day yeah. you're going to show us video behind tours. the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can consider this an audio guide to the program of your favorite independent cinema as mm-hmm. told by the people who help run the place. Um, yeah, so it's our third episode. We've had a couple of fun weeks. Um, yeah. It's been a really nice, really nice feedback from listeners so far. And thank it's, you so much for listening. We really yeah. appreciate it. It's so nice that people are um, listening and telling us that they like it and yeah. stuff. That's amazing. Um, I promised last week that we were going to talk about some of that listener yeah. feedback um, or user feedback if you <laughs> if you're like a subscriber to our podcast. Uh, and Jonathan constantly app. confuses yeah. us for an app. Yeah, we're an app uh, now. <laughs> Yeah, I just got really into Silicon Valley and just That's a great yeah, show. just figured like, yeah, this is an app, not a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Pied Piper is actually for podcasts. Yeah. The Pied Charles. The Pied Charles. <laughs> the Pied Charles. Cinepiper. Cinepiper. Shout out Thomas Middleton. Yeah. This is uh, our listener feedback yeah. that I'm going to try very hard not to call user feedback yeah. ever again because it's silly but yeah i feel like maybe we could start we could start at the beginning of the episode yeah, a little okay. bit um if you want to shout out to us it's uh at the pcc podcast on twitter also email us at podcast at princechallcinema.com yeah yeah we haven't gotten any emails yet so you guys start emailing us it'll be really nice to use see your emails. emails be adults yeah um but twitter's <laughs> cool too um yeah. we have uh one voice one mic it's a documentary about um about podcasts yeah. which is pretty cool i mean maybe we'll one day be on uh, part two of this this documentary, documentary but uh they sh- shouted out to us and said at the pcc podcast is my favorite new film podcast great concept so Aww, that's really nice really that's nice so, so nice uh you can follow them at one underscore voice one on the twitter. number one yeah the number one underscore voice the number one um yeah on twitter mm-hmm. uh you can see what they've done with their podcast documentary mm-hmm. they also i think uh run uh kev heads okay which might be a documentary as well but it's like about people who i who think like, like kevin, kevin smith? smith and clerks okay. and all that so that's pretty cool kev heads 
we also had uh, James Doherty um, at James Doc Doherty who said, great maiden show for the PCC podcast, uh, if I do say so myself. But then again, I'm really humble. Shout out the pop star reference. Thank you, James. So yeah. Come to the sing-along. His mama raised him right. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh, This is my favorite one. This is the best one. Okay, so congratulations on the podcast for for info. I'm going to read it the way it's spelled. Yeah. Bros is pronounced bros- and not bros. <laughs> so we're still unsure. Is it bros or is it bros? Can somebody like send in like a phonetic pronunciation guide? Yeah, I want you. That'd be really helpful. I want for you us. to like email us at pod- yeah. <laughs> podcast at Prince Charles Cinema. Record yourself. You're saying saying bros or bros, however yeah. you think it should be said. I'm gonna start a Twitter poll on the PCC yeah. account and just be like, do you think it's bros or bros? I will I'll supercut. <laughs> It in and we'll try to figure out how many people have either said bros or say bros. Yeah. I think it's meant to be bros. We're I think still it's unsure, meant to be bros. But but I like that it's a little thing now. Yeah. So because he didn't really clear up anything. This was uh, Malcolm. Because it's via text. At, uh, <laughs> Wyka, uh, W-Y-K-A-H. Uh, Malcolm sent that in. Um, and I just I still don't know if it's bros or bros. Nope. But nope. I love not a clue. I love that he attempted to he let us know. And Thank I, you, Malcolm. for that, I appreciate him, and he wins <laughs> some <laughs> he wins, imaginary he award. He wins feedback for this week. Yeah, it's so good. We'll give you a little reminder at the end, but yeah, just hit us up at the at, uh, the PCC podcast or on Twitter or podcastprincewellcinema.com. We want to hear what you think about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also ask us any questions that you have. You really want to know that you want us to answer, like yeah. uh, anything about the cinema, any history about the cinema. Maybe we'll start doing some like uh, yeah. like history on the podcast of the Prince or any like fact checks, corrections, omissions yeah. from anything that we've said because we're just a bunch of dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mr. Big Pants know-it-all thinks he don't know nothing, but we're going to tell him he knows something. <laughs> yeah, I I would gladly admit that I'm a dummy, so yeah. it's cool. Like, No, I want it out there as yeah, public record. That, forever on the internet. I'm that, a dummy. That I, not only is Jonathan a dummy, <laughs> that I'm also a dummy. Ariane, you're not a dummy. Oh, thank you. I was fishing for that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I did that to make you laugh. So, Ari, what have you been up to this week? Um, what have I been up to this week? Um, yeah. I've just been in school, um, working still, really Still hard. working away at school. Working away. I've got t- um, two weeks left from when this episode comes out, and I've just got a deadline um, coming up. I'm writing like a little show, which will hopefully get made sometime this year. Nice, I'm nice. really proud of it. Um, so yeah, I've got that going on. What kind of show is that? Is that a comedy show? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little web series. I'm hoping. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool. a little mockumentary, but I'll nice. tell you about that when you know the ball is rolling. Yeah. Um, and I've just been doing some pre-production stuff for a film that mm-hmm. I'm working on this summer. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds what good. about you, John? Um, well, recording this ahead of time, so I haven't left for my holiday, but I'll yeah. pretend like I've had a great time. Uh, How was your on, holiday, John? It was great. Yeah, I showed my friend around. He's from the States. We went around to the Natural History Museum. We both liked Pokemon when we were kids. I think that's kind of how I first sort of met him before we were properly friends. We really? used to go to the Pokemon League <gasps> at Toys R Us is where you used to trade the cards and stuff. Back oh This God. is OG Pokemon days. I so have like, Pokemon cards. Um, I'm not that young oh no no i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like the og yeah like this is that's base how you sets, played yeah. base set series yeah. uh and fossil series and stuff we were going to the toys r us in america like to the to the pokemon league rest is what in they peace it. toys r us actually i don't know maybe pokemon league still goes on it's yeah. a cool concept kids just get to go and trade 
cards and play the card game, although I never played the game. Is that, <laughs> is that not no what idea. Pokemon Go is now, though? Yeah, but uh, I guess they still do. They're more so based on the video game yeah. these days. I, I, I grew up on the video game. I Shout out if you know um, yeah. if there's still a Pokemon League trading card game going around. And whether or not uh, you, you can... Be. Whether or not you can invite Jonathan back into it. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> My secret uh, obsession, like a guilty pleasure, is that I really love watching YouTubers open up uh, packets of Pokemon cards, oh my especially God, that's old amazing. Pokemon cards. So fun! It's really funny. Like they just get so. It's like, oh my god, this is like holding a piece of history in my hand. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm gonna be very careful with this. Um, gonna open this up and. Uh, oh my God! It's a Charizard. Shout it's, out it's Charizard! It's so good. Every, you, I mean, it's yeah. So what good. what element like Pokemon trainer are you like? I'm um, predominantly I'm like a fire type trainer. Yeah, I always like fire. Yeah. I always I always pick Charmander as yeah, my starter, and uh, dragon type Pokemon are really cool as well. I don't mm. know. I always like dragons and stuff. Yeah, nerd. Nerds. <laughs> no, but the reason I brought that up is because my friend he's a. Um, I like to think of him now as just being bug catcher Kurt. <laughs> Does he collect Does he, bugs? He's into entomology. Oh, and sick! He so one of the things we're gonna do. Uh, no, that's one of the why you're going did, to the museum. One things we did. <laughs> did we went to the Natural History Museum and he went. He went to go check out their uh, beetle collection. He's oh. quite into beetles. So, so either it's Pokemon Bug Catcher Kurt or Big or Bad Beetleborg Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Bad Big Bad Beetleborg? Beetle 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 Big no. Bad Beetleborg. I have no idea what that is. Great! It was like a Power Rangers sort of ripoff. <laughs> like great show. Shout out. Big <laughs> Shout out Power Rangers. I yeah. love the Power Rangers. Oh, maybe Power Rangers are going to become a good callback. Cause yeah, because we talked about We talked Power about the, the, Zach, Black, uh, Zach, the, Black, the Black Power Ranger mm -hmm. in the first episode. Yeah, if you want to hear more hot takes about Power Rangers, <laughs> just let us know. Should we, should uh, listeners, please let us know if we should start a Patreon for, for exclusive like, Power Rangers. Yeah, content. it's just going to branch off. It's going to be the Prince Charles Cinema Podcast Network. Yeah, um, that's what that's be the plan is. Just a Power Rangers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be two competing Power Rangers podcasts, yeah. one that Jonathan hosts and one that I host. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> Is one of them going to be like 90, early 90s Mighty yeah, Morphin Power Rangers? Yeah, and then I will talk about Power Rangers in space? Jungle Fury. <laughs> Jungle Fury? Oh, yeah, that would have been, yeah, been in your, uh, your in age my, bracket, right? That's my brother's age bracket. I did okay. watch that, but I did watch Mighty Morphin when I first came out. I was like some yeah. little kid in Australia being like, oh, my God, I love Power Rangers. Power Rangers, great. It was good stuff. Yeah, it made me happy stuff. as a kid. We should, um, have you seen the new one, the, the film? I haven't. Well, oh. I'm curious though because I Bill quite Hader like Liz. Oh, okay. I won't tell you as what, right, but Bill Hader is in it. <laughs> yeah, because I love Bill Hader. So we were much. talking about Bill Hader in the first episode because mm -hmm. um, he shows up in yeah, he's zippy. He shows up in Pop, uh, pop Star, mm -hmm. and I just oh god, he's one of my favorite. He's just like the best. random dudes that just shows yeah. up in a in a film. If he's just in it, he always makes it better. Um, oh, this week. Let's yeah. see. We're we're um doing the seventeenth of May. Friday the seventeenth of May is where our our, our uh, programs at in yeah. this this episode uh of two thousand and nineteen. And we got a couple of cool things that come out this week. Um, basically, Batman. Batman's back. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. This is uh, 1989 Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, we're celebrating 30 years of Batman. Tim Burton's Batman starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Mm. Mm. 
good Great stuff. Combo. And also this week, what, what what else is the big new release this week or re-release? We've got Doctor Strange Love, or how I learned how to. I keep forget messing up yeah, this title, even though it's like one of my favorite craziest films. Craziest title. It's Doctor Strange Love, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Yep, that's that's good. And if that's not right, it's not right. Um, then at Ari. Yeah, at me detail. directly. <laughs> don't add at the podcast. Don't add the podcast. At me directly. Yeah, she'll give you her uh, handle later yeah, on. Yeah, later on. It's gonna her. be in the description. Yeah, this is how we tease you. We say a bunch of bad stuff, and then we tell you to <laughs> add us personally, and then we don't tell you what where well, to find us are, until the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold your rage. What what are, what are you most excited about this week? This um, week, I am super excited about Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange it's Love. Definitely, if, it's probably my favorite Kubrick film. Yeah? Yeah, because I, I love things about war and I love dark comedies. Yeah. And Peter Sellers is just a powerhouse in this. So good. Peter that's Sellers like, is amazing. That's the level of like multitasking I want to achieve, just being three people at once. Do <laughs> you want to just get into it? We yeah. can just start talking about Doctor Strange Okay, we can bit. start We're talking gonna talk about it a little bit anyway. So Yeah. So, yeah. Doctor Strange Love, or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Oh my god, I can't believe I got that right yeah, without reading it the first time. Yeah. So that me then was reading it, but before that, I wasn't <laughs> reading it just to impress you. Who stars in Doctor Strange Love? Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange Love stars Peter Sellers, Peter Sellers, and Peter Sellers. So, oh my god! Yeah, what a cast! He plays three <laughs> different characters, and what I love about his performance in this is that he plays completely different characters yeah like so you they're all very like obviously they they represent like the same side Mm -hmm. almost of the same kind of man yeah but you get to see sort of i'd say it's like that like the alignment chart of your thoughts on nuclear war so like i'd say um strange love is the chaotic evil and then um the president is the chaotic neutral and then mandrake's the chaotic good Mm -hmm. and so that's how i'd see them yeah um so yeah the film basically follows um what would happen if uh, you gave, you know, the wrong trigger or like you gave the trigger to a nuclear football essentially to the yeah. wrong person. Yeah. In the wrong hands. Um, yeah, it starts off with uh, Commander Jack D. Ripper. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Joint Chief of Staff Buck Turgidson and they trigger an ingenious plan to bomb the Russians before they can harm them because America really loves all that preemptive stuff, right? No, no, <laughs> no way. No, no way. way. No, no yeah. Way. So they decide America's to bomb. Great. So they decide to bomb Russia before Russia bombs them by releasing nukes on one of their bases, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. They- but once this operation is a go, they can't take it back. And once, you know, the bombs land, it's nuclear annihilation. So they yeah. can't. So the whole film revolves around this group of powerful men essentially freaking out like children, trying to figure out how to deal with the world ending because they just started it. They started a nuclear apocalypse. And that's so fitting, isn't it? It's yeah. The, uh, it's so relevant. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Um, one second. Still oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Because I'm popping off. Popping off. Okay. Popping off. I'm going to have to hold a- it. A pop filter being added yeah, to the equation. Yeah. Oh, that's a little bit better now. Is it? Yeah. Say pop star. Pop star never stops stopping. Oh, no pops. Cool. At the Prince Charles Cinema, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still plugging it. I was going to say I was going to cut that out, but I'm going to leave it in because it's kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah, we're uh, talking about Dr. Strangelove here. I mean, I, I don't know. This film was just like filmed in the height of the Cold War. This just hits the nail on the head pretty much of like the panic that was Mm -hmm. going on in America and in the Western world about the Soviet Union 
and arms yeah. race and stuff like that. Kubert just like really just nailed it. Like uh, I think it's also because he was willing to talk about um, his feelings towards it that other people weren't going to talk mm-hmm. about or like were too scared to talk about. I'd say. I feel like he also just could. Yeah, because like, he's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and. You know, that's that's a scary thing to do, I think, at the time to, like, maybe criticize, uh, you know, leaders and just kind of... Because it is such a satire, yeah, the film. Absolutely. And it's going straight out with it and just, like, making the president look like a buffoon and, yeah. like, uh, all these big leaders who run run the most powerful nation in the world. Are absolute like, man-children. Yeah, they're all man-children. Yeah. Movies about man-children. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... Like most white, powerful yeah. white men. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mentally. And the thing I love about um, this film is that um, the production design of it sort of informed every other look for movies that are set in like a bunker or yeah. at the Pentagon or some other sort of major government organization because of that huge ring above the table in the war room. I think that's mm-hmm. great. Um, what else can we talk about? Yeah, well, some interesting things about this film is that uh, Peter Sellers, as we mentioned, played three characters mm-hmm. in the film, including uh, Captain Lionel Mandrake, President Merkin Muff. Great name. <laughs> and Dr. Strangelove, <laughs> the eponymous character. Um, yeah, so he was paid $1 million in this film, which was 50, 55% of the film's budget. <sighs> and Stanley Kubrick famously quipped, I got three for the price of six. <laughs> rude but probably accurate yeah but um, worth it right but worth it absolutely worth it, yeah. oh my goodness yeah. i mean you just think of the legacy of this film what if you didn't have peter that, sellers yeah. playing all those roles what if it was just peter sellers and like i don't know what if peter Dr. sellers Strange played Love every or, role <sighs> like he would play Buck i feel like Turgidson. he could have done that though. he would play turgidson and the like his secretary yeah he's like the original master of disguise yeah. like i can't uh, I feel like the years ago I used to think there was someone who was kind of like the new the new person who could really do that. I mean, I guess like um, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's like mm-hmm. pretty close to being like really good at just disguising himself and being different things. But, but I don't want to like, like compare him yeah, at all but I to feel like Peter Sellers. Sasha Baron Cohen's like line of characters are all pretty similar. Yeah, they're very they're similar. All insane people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just of different class backgrounds, I guess. Peter Sellers does a good job of like I mean. It's hard to even know that it's him. Yeah, like, no, completely. You know, he. I didn't realize the president was him the first time I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched it, and I watched it like in uni or something. Yeah, and he's like a proper chameleon in that way that yeah. he can just totally embody a character. Plus, just like with makeup and all that and costume, he can just look like someone else. But it's it's not physically demanding like someone like Jared Leto yeah. or Christian Bale, where they like. The, I mean, amazing. They have own to transform chameleons, but they really their bodies. Have to yeah. Do a lot of work um but yeah it's yeah he's so funny um and oh right um we are screening this but we are screening it with like a short film before it i'm really really excited to see it yeah I'm i curious just realized about it's this. like a little documentary about oh. sort of is it like the making of the film it's not the making of the film but it's i like think his it's, a, thoughts it's, it's on a, it? yeah i think it sort of uh went into it's called um stanley cooper considers the bomb it's a six minute short film that'll be playing uh before the film um every every night or every day that we're showing yeah. it here from Friday. Uh, yeah, it basically, I think it's just sort of about how Stanley Kubrick was considering to make the film during during the Cold War and stuff. And um, I think it just touches on that. I've not seen it, so I, I don't, seen it yet, yeah, so. I don't know. It's a new little mini documentary short film that's going to be I'm attached to it. And I'm really it. excited for it. 
Yeah, usually I try to watch the films like yeah. before. Like we try to when we're talking about things we know we're going to be talking about on the podcast. We decide to try to like watch a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this one I've not watched just because it. You said it was one of your favorites, yeah, and, and I kind of want to see it when it's here. Yeah, me too. And it was one of my wife's favorite uh, films, and I've known it's going to be playing for a couple months now, and yeah. or at least a month or so. And I was just like, I'm going to save that. I'm going to yeah. watch it. No, that's why. Because if I'd rewatched it, it before we came to talk about it, I'd just mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm not going to yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like. I mean, for you, you 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 have to watch a lot of these films over and over, over and over. Absolutely. So, like uh, for yeah. me, if I want to come in, that would be great. But sometimes I can't always come in, so it's good to just be able to watch the film anyway. Yeah. But it's so much better to see it on the big screen. No, and especially at your own time. Yeah. You know? Um, some things I'm really excited. What are you about excited about this week, week? John? Uh, obviously, Batman. Woo. And also showing um, on Sunday, we have Batman Returns. Yes. The uh, sequel, the follow-up, also directed by Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Um, both both of them have Michael Keaton mm-hmm. uh, as Batman, which is great. I think Michael Keaton might be one of my favorite Batman like uh, portrayals. Uh, he's a very good Batman. He is um, a very good Batman. I, I love him as Batman. Uh, but the, I, I'm, I have a soft spot for the campy Batman. Yeah, yeah. Adam West is a Adam amazing is a Batman. Batman. I just love Robin Adam West in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the campy films. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I really like George I, Clooney yeah. as Batman. Uh, Val Kilmer... Mm. I don't dislike him, but he's not my favorite. He's not memorable. At all. He's for probably me. my like less my and least I, favorite. I love Christian Bale. Yeah, I mean the thing about there's some interesting little things about um this the, this portrayal of this Batman. So like Michael Keaton, he basically wanted it. He he, he thought that like I guess it's kind of funny because he's wearing a bat costume. So you would think this would make more sense if he was playing Superman, but he was thinking that it would be too obvious that he is Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yeah. So he was like a couple of things he did was wear contacts and he brought that into it and he thought that that would uh, change up the look a little bit. He's just like, he was telling Tim Burton that like, yeah, that would, oh, people won't, it won't be as obvious, you know. I guess it makes sense in some respects because it's like this really rich man who's always sort of involved in things is Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne and then then he becomes Batman. Batman, Like, uh, and no one knows that it's him, but... But we know time, that it's him. Yeah, we know. But you, you would think that maybe some people start to catch on. It's like, okay, well, he has all these amazing gadgets yeah. and stuff. That it's not like the Iron Man principle where yeah. like, oh, who else could it be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the but, thing um, I find interesting about Batman, I think just as a character, is that he is really like, oh, he could go in so many different ways. You can have the sort of dark brooding. Mm-hmm. I'm holding so years and years of trauma within me yeah. and trying to save the the world. But then you've also got like, the batman that's just like i'm so angry yeah, all the time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, well that was the thing he also michael keaton also uh introduced the gruffy voice yeah for batman like batman. to speak a little bit more like this which years <laughs> everybody later, did. everyone started doing kevin yeah. conroy for, for the batman from uh the animated ben series does it as ben well affleck does it uh christian bell definitely does christian it, bell does like, it. To, to a degree that it's yeah. one of the most infamous parts it's about like put his a lozenge in your mouth boy <laughs> or cough please sorry I, I actually really like christian bell's i love but, christian bell's um, Batman. that's the one i that is always funny up. yeah just i'm the knight <laughs> i'm like really rich I'm, I'm the creature that lives under your bed i'm the batman <laughs> do you ever wonder if alfred is just like master wayne it's me stop it you don't have to talk to me like oh, that yeah it's really good that, <laughs> yeah. that was always the callback from um, one of the dark knight films uh, where he's talking to Lucius Fox, who yeah. knows who knows he's Batman. He's Batman. 
and he's still talking to him in the yeah, in the gruffy voice like this. Uh. It's like, do you wonder is is he just not that good an actor that he can't switch? I'm kidding. He's a great actor. Yeah. He spent too much time just being a chameleon. Yeah, <laughs> that he's hasn't brushed up on his acting skills for his voices. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Batman without you know just talking about just batman and mm-hmm. you know uh michael keaton you also have to bring up Burnett. jack nicholson oh yeah as the joker legend is such an amazing joker in that film um, is he your favorite do you like him better as the joker than i don't know heath, heath ledger. ledger i was an early supporter of heath ledger i remember when on the internet when um there was announcements that heath ledger was going to be the joker yeah people were like what what but he was i had seen 10 things i hate about you yeah, <laughs> what? i had seen him in um that uh lords of dogtown okay film. Like uh, where it was about like the the film version of Dogtown and Z Boys talking about the skateboarders from yeah, the yeah, early yeah. Uh, sem- well the late seventies who really changed skateboarding and he was so amazing as Sk- Skip Ingblum Ingl- I think is his name um, and I was just like he's gonna be perfect he's gonna because he's such a character actor he's so good and I think he's really underrated and he's mm-hmm. gonna be amazing and then like, like once yes. it came out he had, he passed away yeah. unfortunately and he couldn't see. Like all the um, all the all the praise and yeah, stuff for got. his portrayal, um, but everyone loved it. Yeah, so I I was always like, yeah, cool. He's like, my favorite. I knew Joker. it. Uh, but also, I saw him in A Night's Tale. And yeah, in, A Night's Tale's amazing. It's amazing. Um, that and obviously Ten Things I Hate About You and Brokeback Mountain. So yeah. I was still kind of like a bit skeptical up until like I think the first few trailers came out and I was yeah. like, oh, this is gonna look insane. Same. Yeah, he. I'm quite excited for Joaquin Phoenix as yeah, well. Yeah, he's going to be really interesting. I think. Yeah. I think he's going to sort of take a mix of uh, Nicholson and, and, Heath, and Ledger. Heath Ledger. If only um, Paul Thomas Anderson would direct it. <laughs> that would be really interesting. Yeah, Very, I want PTA like, to do a yeah. superhero film. <laughs> PTA, do it. Do it. Do a superhero film, please. Just for us at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's also Caesar Romano from. Yeah. We were talking about the Batman. Um, Batman 66 yeah. era sort of early Batman stuff with Adam West so Cesar Romano is a really good Joker but I don't know Nicholson's a really good one he just really gets like sort of the mania behind the character which yeah. I really like and it's also he has such a presence and also he goes into the um, museum in Gotham mm-hmm. and that's a good scene he destroys it with all of his yeah. his minions while they're dancing to uh prince which is amazing that's prince great. does that's another thing to love about this film prince does like yeah. soundtrack for it which it's is a great uh, soundtrack so amazing oh, i love it and then also it. like i said earlier uh on sunday you can make your own double bill because we have batman returns on as well mm-hmm. i think batman returns is the first movie i can remember seeing in the cinema really yeah i remember very vividly this is a funny story my um my dad used to work for a magazine company that okay. like delivered magazines around uh-huh. to like grocery stores and all sorts of stuff like that yeah. and uh he used to take us to his warehouse a lot and we would just run around and it was a very dangerous place for like <laughs> little for kids. Children? yeah to yeah. run around and, and uh, i remember my sister and i doing yeah. a game of tag and um my sister was like running and she just turned and looked back to me and was like ha ha you can't get me and then just like turned <laughs> back around and ran head first oh. into this like big trolley thing or like a metal trolley and oh. just busted her head open Ouch. and i remember we went to uh we were at the doctor's office and just getting she had to get stitches and um we were just kind of like oh no are you still gonna go see batman <laughs> and my dad just took us to batman right after it was pretty like memorable oh. like I, I obviously love the film, but that's yeah. the weirdest memory about it. So I just kind of took that away from it. Mm-hmm. But um, since then, I mean, God, uh, 
Dan DeVito is the penguin. Yeah, that's and then a Michelle good. Pfeiffer. Miss, Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman, who's oh, been ingrained so in my memory for the I think the she's rest the best Catwoman. I mean, I'm sorry to Anne Hathaway and, and uh, Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. <laughs> Uh, I can't I say I really all. like Halle Berry's uh, Catwoman. I think it's. I woo, do you like it? Yeah, you like it completely unironically as well. <laughs> oh wow! Well, I mean, you know, to, to each, each their own. own. Exactly, yeah, to each their exactly. Own. I can like what I like. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing is uh, Schindler's List is coming up this week. Oh yeah, I'm really excited about Schindler's List. Uh, I've been. It's been on my list of things to rewatch. Schindler's List has been on yeah. your list. <laughs> it's Jonathan's list. Schindler's <laughs> List. Uh, no, I mean, like, I want to. I, I don't know if I'll see it at the cinema or not, um, just based on time. Uh-huh. But I want to if I can because that'll be a, it's a new restoration, yeah. which would be really cool. And then also we don't really show it often here yeah, at all. No, it's not a at very all. rarely screened film, which is a bit of a shame. But it's it's a, like a hard film to watch. But I have it some, is really hard to I have watch. Some interesting facts that I learned about Schindler's List. All recently. right, hit him hit me with them. And facts. I didn't write them down for the benefit of, of uh, yeah. just surprising Harry with them. Okay. And I, if you don't, if you know this already, then I guess it's not very interesting. Right. But anyway, so Spielberg had the rights to Schindler's List, I think back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like he, um, I think the story, like the idea of the story, I don't know if there's a book. There is a book. There's a book, a book? yeah, there okay. Book. So if it was, uh, he basically had the rights to the film though, um, about Oscar Schindler. Mm-hmm. And uh Spielberg's like you know he's a Jewish man yeah. and I think he in the 80s felt like he wasn't ready to make a story about the Holocaust mm-hmm. and understandable but he just thought like oh it's not right at this point in my career I don't think I could do this and he held off on it and then he starts to like I guess give it out sort of like feelers out to people seeing if anyone was interested in making the story somehow years later come up to 93 Martin Scorsese had the rights and Spielberg had the rights to Cape Fear, did the s- remake of Cape Fear. Did they switch? They swapped it. Oh my God, that's amazing. So basically, um, Scorsese wasn't going to make Schindler's Schindler List. List no. There was a screenplay that was written for it, and he uh, basically was going to pass on it. And Spielberg thought that Cape Fear was a little too adult-themed yeah, for him. Themed for him. Yeah. And it was a little Can too dark. Can you imagine Steven yeah, Spielberg presents amazing. Cape Fear? Like, I, I just want to, like, go into an alternate universe where yeah. that, that trade didn't happen. They trade it. The, yeah. That's so bizarre, which is crazy. In that timeline, yeah. Thanos did not snap. Yeah. And just imagine <laughs> Steven like, Spielberg made Cape Fear. I like, and also, like, just on the flip, like, Scorsese's version of yeah, Schindler's would, would be been, so crazy. Would like, De Niro I, be in it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he would have been Oscar Schindler. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, at that time, I mean, he was still working with uh, Scorsese a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, possibly. It's, yeah. Um, I just want to, I want to see those films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think both of those films are so well made. Like, I love Cape Fear. And um, both the, those the filmmakers remake. have the resources needed to make those yeah, films. Yeah, they again. can make it happen. Yeah. Um, Maybe I after just, the Irishman, <laughs> just, Mr. Scorsese, just both, just rema- yeah, remake each other's films. Yeah, that'd be friendship goals. So the thing is, I, I just think that like uh, Schindler's List would have been like a lot more artsy. Maybe. Yeah. Although it's very, there's some very artistic approaches. Like, no, but I, I think feel about, like it's still pretty blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, because Spielberg. He doesn't like, he's not really, with the exception of like Jaws is that iconic shot, but that's mm-hmm. like a, that's a Hitchcock shot. Yeah. The, uh, the whole like zoom in, yeah, pan yeah, out yeah. sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, like he's not really known for his like artistic shots, whereas like yeah, he's mostly known about. for that. And uh, Spielberg's mostly known for just like delivering that just, just sort of magic. Mm-hmm. He just creates the magic. And um, 
I, I feel like it would have had a lot more artistic shots in it if it was a uh, Scorsese version. Yeah. Like it would have felt maybe a little bit more like um, Last feel, Temptation of Christ yeah, or something. Yeah. It would have been a very interesting film. Very And Cape Fear, I think, would have probably been a little bit more I feel family like, yeah, comedy. Yeah, family comedy. <laughs> Cape Fear being funny. Yeah. Like uh, it's funny in some respects, but it's very scary and creepy yeah. as well. Um, and it's that whole, that it has that whole Scorsese like grit over yeah, it. Yeah, you know, that's definitely. like darkness yes but then spielberg would be like maybe dinosaurs are in cape fear <laughs> we're going back in time <laughs> uh, yeah so those are like our picks this week yeah. that we were kind of excited about mm-hmm. we're very excited about this um, very excited we also this week uh we have our pal ed on our second guest our second guest <laughs> our pal ed Mannion. yeah which is not um apologies he, he didn't get bumped this week <laughs> He did, we didn't Matt Damon him this week. Yeah, not this week. Funny enough, Matt Damon is in the film we're going to talk about with him. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It works out after all. We're going to see what that film is <laughs> Yeah. in just a moment. In just a moment. We'll be right back. Okay, okay. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. And we back. have Ed Mannion. All right, all right. Hi, Ed. How's it going? Ed. We're good. How are you? How are you doing, most importantly? I'm all right. I'm a bit hungry, actually. A bit hungry? Yeah. Yeah, what, let's, let's see. It's about 11.15. We're in yeah. screen one. Mm-hmm. You come, you've come in early to, to do this thing. To do this thing. How, is it a bit weird sitting in screen one on the stage? It's a bit strange, yeah. Mm-hmm. A bit surreal. Could do you, you feel kind of cool, though? Yeah, I feel very cool. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> We've got a cool setup here. Yeah. Um, one day... We'll get someone to take photos. Yeah. And you can see what's going on. I feel like I should do that now while we do this. Yeah, you could do. Because you can live stream us recording, (laughs) which will be very weird. It would be very weird. (laughs) No, we're not going to do that. We'll do this. We'll get somebody else to do it. Just get some photos. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis will be in later. We can take some photos. Shout out, Dennis. One one day. Shout out, Dennis. (laughs) Yeah, anytime we name drop someone, it's just shout out that person immediately. Yeah. Um, so the episode, this uh, podcast is actually just going to be called Shout Out Paul eventually because mm-hmm. he gets name dropped the most. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ed, what are you up to? What's going on? What am I up to? Uh, well, I'm a, I try to be a filmmaker, but mainly I just work in a cinema. You know? yeah. I think that's the same as a lot of people here. Yeah. Which cinema here. is that? I wonder. This, this one. <laughs> no, no one. I have no allegiance to any other cinema. Put that on record right now. That's not what I heard. Mm. Oh God! I've what heard differently. Heard? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Back to like when Ed first started working here. Yeah. You were uh, double, double duty. Yeah, I was a bit of a cinema whore back then. Mm. Now, <laughs> now I'm fully monogamous to to this place. That's good. That's the thing about the Prince Charles Cinema. Yeah. Once once we get a hold of you, you just you can't just, leave. You can't leave, and it's you monogamy for back. life. Yeah. yeah. Ed, we have a little thing we like to um, say. What would you say? you do here well uh what do we do here <laughs> we watch great films mm-hmm. we show we show great films the watching part is just you know a perk i feel like that's a luck of the draw as well yeah, yeah. Like, depending on who's working you might have to fight a few people to watch the film well, you that do you have to, yeah, right? yeah we have fist fights outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm kidding it's a very violent no. place. Yeah. there's a lot of uh, straws being drawn yeah. about like who gets to watch what films so yeah. uh ed is one of our ushers here mm-hmm. well he's a front of house member he's a usher and uh works the boxing kiosk and stuff but yeah ushers not necessarily get to watch the film yeah. but they get to watch people watch the film they get to supervise and they get the to they kind of get to watch the film, but that's not their job, really. They're there to make sure that everyone in the screen is behaving. And also, don't be thinking it's a cushy job, cushy job or anything. Nah. Because, you know, it's, it's hard it's, work. It's hard. 
It is hard. Keep an eye on people. Yeah. Keep an eye on people. Watch the films. It's very <laughs> With tricky. the law, you know, law of the land. Yeah. Like, um, so, Ed, how long have you worked at the Prince Charles Cinema? It was a bit six months now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's only six oh, wow. months. Wow. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, but... me too. <laughs> when was it? November. What is that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember when you started. <laughs> it's gone pretty quickly, to be mm. honest. Yeah. And what do you think is like an experience you've had that you could have only gotten? from working at the Prince Charles? Well, literally working the room is probably the only experience you could get working here. That's true. I don't think anywhere else shows it. Oh yeah, yeah. we so. popped as room cherry in February. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm still recovering from yeah. that. Usually people who are new hires here yeah. either come, it's generally around when we have a room the or room Christmas. The room Christmas, yeah. And Ed came before both. Christmas yeah. and then got thrown right into the deep end with the room. I feel like the room is going to become like a like, a, a big topic here yeah. amongst staff. It's a rite of, of passage. Yeah. You've you're you've not worked here unless you've, you've worked mm-hmm. a room. Just try and get Tommy and Greg on here. Oh, that's the plan. Oh, that is the plan. Uh we've got the room coming up. This is a good yeah. time to plug yeah, the room. We the room do. is coming up in September. Uh Tommy and Greg tend to come every February and mm-hmm. recent years have been coming September as well. So the room's coming back September. Yay. And uh yeah, get your tickets on PrinceCharlesCinema.com. But yeah, the uh the room I plan I have plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have plans. What do you, do you think it'll be interesting having Tommy and Greg on I the mean, podcast? Of course that would be yeah. interesting. You wouldn't even need to be sort of a host, I don't think. You just let them have a conversation. Yeah. I don't think that like you we struggle with keeping time, I think, yeah. on this podcast. But I yeah. feel like that would be the yeah. But people would listen yeah. if it was six hours <laughs> to yeah. Tommy and Craig. Well, maybe by that point we'll have a Patreon set up, and it'll yeah. just be a Patreon exclusive. Exclusive, and just it'll be uh, just them talking. <laughs> Me, like Paul and I have like talked about different plans that we've tried to do with Tommy and Greg in mm-hmm. the past, and it's a uh, shout out, Paul. Um, shout out, Paul. We, uh, yeah, we always we always like come up with these funny things that we want to get them to do, but it's very hard to. Greg usually would be more up He'll for pretty it. Down. He's pretty down yeah, to do something. He seems more reserved out of the two of them. Yeah, but I think it's just like he gets, he's, I don't know. I feel you like got to see from agreeable. his perspective, yeah. like of his life has been just totally revolved around this guy, this guy and this, this film. Yeah, like the room, what's like, what was the best part about it? Cleaning up all the spoons, I think. Was that really the best? No, like, that was like, <laughs> the worst part of the whole thing. The worst part of the room. Um, you got to hang out with them for a yeah, bit. Yeah, so I, I guess just an insight into his mind was the most interesting part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That I was... had a privilege of taking notes. We this past february we, uh this past february we uh did what uh what was it big shark, big shark? reveal his trailer yeah. yeah john edited that uh, i didn't edit, <laughs> no, it. You didn't edit it i um you did that bit I at the took end the though. notes from him mm-hmm. yep yeah, he uh oh, that was an experience that was so funny. i feel like we'll do a room episode and yeah, we'll of just give our, our experiences with tommy through yeah. the years i remember seeing an article about big shark and how um it said that it premiered in germany and then i remember oh, yeah. sending it to you and you were like germany we did that like, <laughs> how dare they get your facts right <laughs> ed who's your dream customer and what do you think they'd order well i did serve christopher nolan once and he was actually wearing his here he is again with his um, cinema infidelities. Was that not here? That wasn't here. I can't say where it was. But, uh, he, he was wearing his great big director's coat, which was quite strange because yeah. I thought he, he, you know, he, I thought he just wore that for making films, but now he wears it to come and see The Hobbit as well. 
cool which is interesting that's that what a, happens that was when a clue. You're, yeah, yeah i mean um when you're a director you just wear big coats all the time. <laughs> yeah i mean that could have been here though actually because yeah. christopher nolan's come in here Before? quite a few times yeah. actually to go back to the room one time he went to see the room he, no uh the room was on downstairs and there was something going on um like you know, Tom, I think it was Tommy was here, mm-hmm. and Christopher Nolan was seeing something upstairs. Yeah. So at the same time, you had Christopher Nolan upstairs watching something, and Tommy was uh, down in our bar. <laughs> That's um, the room the way Nolan intended. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay, hypothetical question. So yeah. we are in like an apocalypse crisis. Yeah. We are, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, wow, T. I'm going to get to that, actually. That's in my question. Um, so you've only got a plastic spoon or a plastic water bottle to choose from because the planet is dying, so there's lots of plastic. See? Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to defend yourself against zombies. Which thing would you use to defend yourself with? Well, I think the spoon, but mm-hmm. you sort of fashion it into a spork. <laughs> you've got a bit of a blade in there as well. And then, but yeah, and then the spoon is obviously handy to eat. I would, like, yeah. break the spoon in half and then jab it like, and use like the the shards of well, plastic we could both do our own okay. and then see who survives first i'm pretty confident. all right we'll find out next week then sweet salt you're mixed i think for me it's always sweet i, I love right. sweet but um i have actually been having a bit more of a mix recently just because after five years or six years working in cinemas i think i've started to smell a bit like popcorn <laughs> <laughs> um, it's your natural aroma which is why yeah. i'm trying to change over to salt popcorn because sweet is very distinctive you know yeah. what i mean so trying to change it up a bit does sweet popcorn have a smell yes it does everything has yeah, a smell sort of it, sh- it does. sugary smell yeah. yeah i mean it smells like popcorn but mm-hmm. it smells like yeah. me pretty much oh. it smells like Ed. yeah have you not smelled Ed lately i mean he came <laughs> no in, not lately he no. came in to to do this and it was yeah. just like oh the cinema's here yeah he brought the cinema with him not lately no yeah. um but yeah what about you john are you sweet salted or mixed uh i'm salty gang yeah <laughs> me too yeah it's just i like i like sweet it's all right but it's i didn't grow up i mean like mm-hmm. in america there's that's not, not a thing well there's like caramel corn or something like that like um but yeah there's not really like yeah. a sweet popcorn per se as a is an everyday flavor i you're, mean they, you're sweet enough anyway john oh uh, i know yeah, that's the same in Indonesia. We don't. It's not really a thing unless it's like caramelized. But we've also got like lots yeah. of butter. Like that was a yeah. Thing. That's so the then thing I came I'm... here and I was like, oh yeah, it's just salt. This is healthier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it is in America. They just like just throw the butter on it. Um, okay. So Ed, uh, you're not here just to talk about yourself. You wanted mm-hmm. to talk about a film. Can you tell our listeners what film you chose to talk about? So we're talking about The Departed, which yeah. is showing yeah. on the 20th of June. 20th of june on 35 millimeter yeah at 8 30 p.m yeah. be there or be square when i was your age they would say we could become cops or criminals what i'm saying is this when you're facing a loaded gun what's the difference why did you pick this film I, it's just it's amazing i mean mm. it we've got to say that it's based on infernal affairs yeah, yeah. I, I do have that as a note i watched again last night and oh, it, did you? it is very good yeah different but also extremely similar but I, mm-hmm. I swear most of the departed happens in the first 45 minutes of that film yeah it's, it's a very quick kind and of he kind of takes scorsese yeah. took it his own way mm-hmm. didn't he um but I, yeah. so that, i mean that that's great and in fact we should probably show the Infernal Affairs trilogy here one day. That'd yeah, be. that would be cool. That's a good shout. I mean, to be honest, this is what this podcast is for. Yeah. So basically, we want to pick a film that's coming up 
in the program that you want to talk about that you're excited about, but also like you can give us ideas of things you'd mm. like to see. So that was going to be one of my questions well, that, anyway. That, that would be a good so, idea. So uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because I haven't so, seen the second two. Yeah. But I've heard they're pretty good as well. So Ed's talking about the 2002 Hong Kong film called Infernal Affairs, which uh, was where The Departed came from. Yeah. It was a remake. It was a remake of Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs actually, did you know, it was uh, it was selected to be the representative of Hong Kong for the Academy Awards yeah. for Best Foreign Film, but it wasn't nominated, unfortunately. Uh. But then The Departed would go on to win yeah. four Oscars yes, at the did. 79th Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director. Was yeah. I mean, Mark did... Wahlberg nominated? Did I get that? Yeah, right? he was. Yeah. yeah, Mark Wahlberg. If you get Mark Wahlberg an Oscar nomination, you deserve Best Director. <laughs> <laughs> Is that shade on Mark Wahlberg? No, I, I do like yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I mean, he's got a bit of an iffy past. But... Well, that's, that's, uh, that's an interesting uh, thing to bring up because I was going to ask you, um, who do you think got the most out of the film? In like, terms of acting, yeah, or just well, I, like, I think it's DiCaprio's yeah. best performance ever. Really, yeah, really. Literally, I was going to ask so that. So paranoid well. and twitchy and nervous throughout the whole mm -hmm. thing, and I just think it's great. I mean, he did it the same year as Blood Diamond, in which he was actually nominated for Blood Diamond. I think he's way better in The Departed, yeah. even though he's playing like you know quite similar to himself. It doesn't mean he's not you know, got a lot, a lot of good acting in there. Mm -hmm. um, but everyone is great in it. I mean, Jack yeah. Nicholson is obviously insane. Mm -hmm. But I think actually the best, Martin Sheen is funny as the, the really queen and the, the boss of the Infernal Affairs Department. But actually Alec Baldwin is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin. Every I scene always in, forget he's in this film. Yeah, this I was just about to say My brother and I quote him the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just great. So my pick would have been Mark Wahlberg because I think he's this kind of like, like if you want to think about all the actors that are in the film and all the things that they've done in their careers, like yeah, it's a great role for Nicholson, but I, I mean, you got to think about some of his classic roles in yeah. the past. And then same thing for DiCaprio. Um, I will say it's up there for DiCaprio, though. It was yeah. one of his probably top three best roles mm -hmm. for me. But um, I've... I've got a soft spot for DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. my favorite. So that's I, my favorite. That's one. what I was going to say as yeah, well. Yeah, it's my um, favorite one. Catch Me If You Can, such a brilliant such movie. Such a mm -hmm. good movie. Underrated Spielberg film. Yeah. Um, Lest yeah. we forget, Ray Winston as well. Ray he's, Winston yeah. is a yeah. And like, yeah. he's, his American accent isn't that great, but you know, <laughs> it's fine. Also, what I find interesting about this film, it's like one of the only Scorsese films that isn't, you know, I mean, it is like a gangster film, but it isn't set in New York or about the Italian mob. Yeah, it's yeah. Set in Boston, it's, it's set in and it's Boston, about yeah. the Irish mob. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. For it's you also, to do that. I mean, they said at the Oscars when he won, it was the first film, film he made with a plot. Which is interesting. <laughs> Because most of them are just Shoot. like huge character pieces. Yeah, yeah that's this true. That's a good like point. He's really into period pieces there. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ed, here's a fun question for you. So, mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew this, but Scorsese originally wanted Al Pacino to play the role of Frank Costello, wow. um, as he never worked with him up to that point, which he's now going to be working with him in uh, yeah. The Irishman. But, mm -hmm. um, uh, how do you think the film would have fared with I Pacino mean, in that role? I mean, Pacino is amazing. Yeah. So that would have been great as well but i can't now that you've seen jack nicholson you mm -hmm. can't really imagine anyone yeah. else yeah it's such a like perfectly tailor-made for jack yeah. nicholson like, and also he'd never worked with yeah. nicholson before either so mm -hmm. I, I i mean jack nicholson and al pacino are both they're hard to differentiate who you love more i yeah. do think jack nicholson probably he's a little bit crazier yeah yeah you know what i mean he's even got, in films yeah. like uh like it's something as silly as anger management. Yeah. He just has this crazy side to him that's just like I think so gri gripping, you know? In terms of like how, you know, actors can play bad guys or like guys that are, you know, on the wrong side of the law, as they say. Mm -hmm. Like Nicholson's got a bit more edge to him mm -hmm. that's a bit more 
kind of I don't know. I feel like Pacino. Yeah, he can play that, but he's he's got that sort of I can't unsee you know Scarface and all yeah. this sort of yeah definitely. He's very like solo, very lone. Yeah, wolf, he really like, gets like yeah. I mean, maybe he he, he fares better in yeah. like a, a character piece like that's centered around him. You know, um, but like Nicholson's really good yeah. in an ensemble. Like, yeah, yeah, like, he can like yeah. sort of break out into an ensemble for sure. And yeah. now that we get Scorsese with Pacino, it's all gonna work out anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We get it anyway, so yeah, it's so, good to go. I'm very excited for the Irishman. Um, yeah, I'm happy that we've uh sort of started to build a little bit of a relationship with netflix here yeah. in french mm. cinema so hopefully Exciting. that means we can get it in yeah. the cinema although hopefully. it is delayed at the moment because they wanted to get it for can but mm. i don't think it will because apparently the cgi is crazy they're making them both look like young men oh really okay. they're gonna benjamin button the hell out of them. no one else would yeah. fund it other than netflix which... That's such a, yeah. a a trope right now is like uh de-aging people because yeah. they did it in the star wars films those were like when they were really starting yeah, to reveal yeah. their uh, de-aging, like their new de-aging processes. Yeah. And now there's this new film, uh, Gemini Man with uh, Will Smith. And yeah, 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 that, yeah. Like, Where it's like a young Will Smith. He looks really with strange. His, it's like it's really yeah. uncanny valley. I'm assuming, I thought they like animated that to all the actresses' likenesses, but apparently mm. is it meant to be live action? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it like, okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that he, he didn't want to get his son to play him. Yeah, Jayden, yeah. I think like, they've stopped that. Jaden Smith now. has better things to do, like <laughs> yeah. saving the planet with yeah. his boxed water. Shout yeah. out just water. <laughs> boxed water. I forgot about that. Um, they did it in Avengers Endgame as well. They made yeah. Michael, Michael Douglas look really young. They did that in Captain Marvel as well. I think they made Samuel L. Jackson oh, yeah. a little bit younger. It's yeah. rage at the moment. Yep. It's a good time to be an old actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can just relive your youth and see how beautiful you used to be when you were young. Hopefully you can get Jack Nicholson to do something else again. Because we haven't had Jack Nicholson film for... Yeah, he's sort of uh, kind of retired yeah. in a way, I think. He's not... A f I think I don't think he's officially retired, but no, he has no. kind of retired from acting. So I think yeah. he's he's... He is due to come out to do something. I can't remember what it is. It. It's something that we might be able to look up for you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, this is my last question for you, Ed, when it comes to The Good. Departed. So let's talk about another Scorsese film that's, mm. I want to say that's very similar. I don't know if you would draw a uh, comparison to it, is uh, Gangs of New York. Mm -hmm. So besides being a remake of, Inter of Infernal Affairs, um, I think that The Departed could secretly just be a, maybe a better remake of Gangs of New York. Is that like a weird thing to think about? Interesting. I, I mean, Gangs it, of New York is a very unique film. I haven't really seen anything like that where you've yeah. got gangs fighting. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like a war film yeah. in a way. Um, I don't think they're that similar. But if you think about like sort of the themes in the film when you have uh it, particularly even the same lead actor yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. he's uh a, a guy who didn't he, yeah. grew, he grew up without really knowing his father um but he's kind of trying to distance himself from like some some uh activities that his oh, father yeah. would have been doing and then, and then he gets involved yeah he right, gets involved with it he meets a uh a man who's the leader of a gang yeah, yeah. who helps him who like sort of it becomes his father figure. Yeah. It happens in both films. Yeah. And then he secretly is trying to uh, pretend like he's a part of that gang while also just looking to actually become the ultimate downfall it's, of that gang. Gangs of New York was also like an Irish gang. I can't remember. Yeah, there's yeah, like Irish yeah, gangs yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in New York City. What do you think is better? Uh, the Departed. Departed, yeah. Far, I mean, Gangs of New York has obviously got Daniel Day-Lewis, which That's is amazing. For me, I think it's like the best part of the film. Yeah. yeah. 
But I do think that film trails out a little bit mm-hmm. towards the end. And <clears throat> DiCaprio's Irish accent isn't yeah. as it's not great as, as his Polish. Boston accent. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Departed is just the so Departed. tense. And it, it just, the way the scenes move from one to the other, it's so quick and and frenetic. And, and it's just great. I love that film. Yeah. All it's right. Do... Mind mind blowing twist endings. As well. Can you yeah, do a yeah. Boston accent? Can you do a Boston first? accent first? God, what is the Boston accent? I could. Do you know that about that thing that Margot Robbie does, where she tries to do like the Brooklyn when she puts her nails out, and then she just starts talking, and then she starts talking about a dog, and then it just keeps uh, going and going. But then that's like a different. I don't know how to do the Boston one. I think you just need to talk about your cars and <laughs> your stuff cars, like that. Your cars the and the car park. Harvard. 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 Like Harvard. The car park. Yeah. Um, sorry, that started going a little bit like uh, yeah. the Kennedys. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was us talking about The Departed. The Departed, <laughs> once again, it screens from 35 millimeter from on Thursday, the 20th of June at 8.30, and tickets are available at PrinceCharleston.com. You also never look at cranberry juice in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. It, it, might, it might be a good tip for some yeah. people as well. You never know. Yeah. We also don't have cranberry juice at the bar, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should sell that. We should. should sell it on the night. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we do themed drinks. Yeah. For, but no bottle smashing. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, they're yeah. not allowed the glass bottles. They're not allowed the glass bottles. The yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So, Ed, uh, close out with you. Thanks for coming on the show. But, like, what what, what, what do you what, what do you have going, going on? on? What can people find you doing? Uh, well, I've just started releasing some short films that I've made. Um, so that's on the Manic Episodes channel on YouTube. My first film, Cool Out, is out at the moment. It's really uh, good. So you I like liked it. it. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, yeah. yeah, thanks. I watched it just took me well. out of it because I realized, oh wait, I know like three people in this film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, personally. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I've got a little cameo in it. Yeah. Yeah. I say all right twice in the first yeah. five minutes. Because yeah. so. he's a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I watched it as well on the way to work uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago when you released it. I think like the day after you released it, yeah, it was really thanks. good. Cheers. Really fun little thing, and I'll post the link for you guys. Uh, it's on YouTube as well. It's on yeah. YouTube, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get the link for everyone when this podcast goes yeah. out. And so where can we find you online? What are you? I don't really have a, an online presence other than that. So I'm going to be releasing more films on okay. onto that channel, Manic okay. Episodes. Just look out for Manic Episodes on yeah. on, YouTube on YouTube then. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for coming on, Ed. What, what do you have coming up next in the pipeline? Well, I've got a shift today at work. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah, in Liverpool, Barcelona tonight. All right, yeah. Very important stuff. I'd like sports. Yeah. Sports boy. <laughs> Liverpool, you know. Uh, in term, I don't know what else I've got. Just doing a bit of acting, just writing a lot at the moment. Yeah. Cool. Well, keep an eye out for Ed. Yeah. Uh, manic episodes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're basically, this is us for the week. That's us um, for the week. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Prince Charles Cinema podcast, Pod Charles Cinecast. The Pod Charles Cinecast. Um, Ari, what do you have coming up this week? Where um, can people find you if you're doing anything? I'm um, at Ariane Anandita on Instagram and Twitter. I'm mm-hmm. on Twitter a lot. Um, I test out most of my jokes there. So yeah. if you can't see me do stand up, follow my Twitter. And I've also got music out. Um, I've got a song out on SoundCloud. It's called Background. It's my kind of, it's like the first song I've made in like a year. Mm. So you could check that out. I didn't nice know that. One. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. I'll listen to it. Check it out. Okay. Listen to check it. Check it out. 
And what do you? Where can we find you, John? What have you got? Yeah, as I said earlier, you can find me at Tall for All, Tall the Number Four All on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to check out my music on Facebook, it's Tall for All as well. Um, I've not done anything nice <laughs> and new music-wise <laughs> or anything recently. So, uh, except for writing the theme song for this this yeah. this podcast. So, if there's, you want to know, theme song. There's, there's a theme, theme song. song. Yeah. Wow. It's no vocals, but it's just some music. It's so, a, if it's you a nice tune. if you want to um if you wondered what that is, that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what my band sounds like if you yeah. want to know what Tall sounds like. So, yeah. Um remember buy a membership? Right. Buy a membership. Buy a membership. Mm-hmm. You get discounts on your tickets yeah. and discounts at the bar and on ice cream. You also get local discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we get, John? You just get an awesome card as well. It's yeah. got a really cool image on it. Yeah. To be part of a cool exclusive club. Yeah, yeah, it's very exclusive. Join the club. Join the gang. Yeah. The idea is to make it less exclusive. So yeah, we need more people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too exclusive now. Our membership is too exclusive. We need more people. We need more people. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah, guys. thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up at podcast a podcast at princecharlescinema dot com. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. See you next week. Thanks for coming on, Ed. Bye bye.